When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 14-yard gain. Bang. Watering ball. Left. Who's got the touchdown? Jake Moody is ready to be the hero. Snap, hold, Jake Moody, right for that right upright, it is good! Moody got it in! Love it! What is good, everybody? Welcome in to another Gold Standard Instant Reaction Podcast. I'm Rob Stats Carrera here with you, right off the end of the 49ers win over the Denver Broncos in the preseason and oh boy how the game changed in the last oh i don't know five minutes we're gonna get to all of it we'll get to brock purdy's return we're gonna get to trey lance and sam darnold and jake moody who may have saved his 49ers career by squeaking in the kick at the end of the game What's up, Levin? I didn't even wait for you. I was so excited with how that game ended. I just fired it right up, baby. Let's uh, go. I mean, it's it's nice he made the field goal, but it's preseason. I don't care if they win or lose. I'm just going to, you know, crack open oh. this nice beer. No, I actually just finished my family podcast. I realized I have the game on next to me. So while I was recording with my family, I was watching the game and listening and talking. So did you see how the game ended? Yeah, yeah, I saw. Why aren't you excited? Because it's preseason. Hey, man, I don't care. I don't care. If Trey Lance had stunk it up at the end of the game, we nobody would be well, saying that, it's preseason. So there's they two things that really pissed me the hell off in this game. Yes, two things that, I, like, are I, – I was struggling to contain myself watching it while I'm recording something with – my siblings. And that is one, not getting Trey Lance in until the end of the third quarter, having Sam Darnold come back out for the second half. Yep. Like get the hell out of here, Kyle Shanahan. Maybe try to develop the guys that you draft early. <laughs> Can you at least try? Like there's no secret here anymore. Kyle Shanahan doesn't care to even try to develop Lance anymore. He is totally making a really stupid mistake, in my opinion. You can believe 100% Purdy is the guy. And I, I'm confident Purdy can be really good. But that doesn't mean you put all your eggs in one basket. And that is what he is doing. He's saying Purdy's going to be really good. I want to get Sam Darnold ready. I don't care what happens with Trey Lance anymore. So he's just going to get mop-up duty in the fourth quarter. That's it. Like, be a coach. Try to develop your players. Like, I don't understand that whatsoever. The other part that was pissing me off, was when Trey Lance got in there, his teammates were failing him left and right with drops. Like, 
Stop there dropping the ball. The wide receivers drop the ball way too much on this team. We're going to get to, I want to see, I'm trying to be objective and start with Brock Purdy because the story is that Brock Purdy came back and he's the starter, but I'm sorry. You know what? I'm quick decision. I'm changing my mind. Look like crap. Like he played half this game and didn't do crap with it. Let's start with Trey Lance who came in with a minute and what was it? 22 seconds to go in the third quarter. It didn't help that the 49ers fumbled a punt return and so they had to wait even longer, but he comes in. He started slow as we've seen with Trey Lance starts slow, had an interception on a screen pass that he never should have thrown. The Broncos were all over it. He didn't get enough air under it. It was picked. He never should have thrown it. I just thought it was a bad decision. But, man, did he respond coming down the field. I think he hit his last, what, eight throws? He his gets the body ball. language at the, at the start was Awful. terrible. Awful. And I thought, well, he's done. Put a fork in him. Kyle has ruined his confidence by stringing him along and not giving him these second-team reps and trying to develop him. It's time to cut or trade. And then he responded. Like, you had the stats up there. He had one touchdown, but he – had two and one of them got called back that, you know, he had a really good touchdown throw from 20 plus yards and it got called back. Uh, no, he, that there was a penalty on it, but it was Ayuk who celebrated it. He ran into the end zone in street clothes celebrating, but the touchdown, the touchdown counted. There, there wasn't the one to lot to that got called back. If I, if there was, I missed it, but, uh, Lance just, I agree with you. And I had written down Lance body language, not good. He, he looked mm-hmm. sluggish. He looked slow early. It, it just didn't look like he had any confidence whatsoever. But what we've seen is he got rolling, man. He got a little momentum. Shanahan called a couple easier passes for him. Uh, just a real quick, you know, quick decisions, yeah. things in the flat, stuff like that. And he got rolling. And then it was just darts all over the field. Dart down the middle. Dart down the sideline. And he skipped some Ooh. sacks, too. He, oh, my God. The offensive line was getting worked. If you want to say that that Brock looked good and Sam Darnold looked good, that's fine. But you got to say the same thing about Trey, man. No, he responded this in is a weird. big way. Brock looked like what we hoped he would look like. You know what I mean? I, I think it was the best case scenario for Brock in this game is what he looked like. He was decisive. He escaped some sacks showing his mobility that he wasn't scared to take a hit. Uh, when he stayed in bounce, you know, and tried to score that touchdown, even though he had no chance when he was scrambling. And he had some really good throws that were on time, threw the ball 15 yards plus down the field, and I saw zip yep. on the ball. Didn't look like he had a you know a noodle arm, put it that way. You know, it's still never going to be a, a super strong arm, but it didn't look like he had a huge weak arm or anything like that. It was as good as it can be for Brock. Sam Darnold didn't do crap. Did he have a terrible game? No. But that team was not moving the ball consistently. There were throws that I you know he he had that t- would be touchdown. That he underthrew by like four yards, so so bad that it should have been intercepted, but the DB never turned around. And the wide receiver, it was underthrown so much the wide receiver couldn't even get back to the ball, barely got a hand on it. Right, like Sam yeah. Darnold didn't look good. Uh, well, yeah, we can get into uh, each of the quarterback breakdowns, but Trey Lance is dominating the comments right now. Ray Lee, thanks for the super chat. Trey, mother Lance, love that. Evan Steven, two first names. Trey Day, I'm happy for him. I don't know if you were like actually listening to the broadcast. I think you said you were on mute when yeah, Trey so I didn't listen to it. Yeah. When Trey got into the game, the crowd went nuts, dude. It was like you would have thought it was a regular season game. Well, and I think be- everybody expected him to start the second half. Yeah, and then before the last drive, he got the ball back with two minutes and one second. And I literally wrote down on my sheet. I swear to God, it says perfect scenario: colon Lance drive plus Moody field goal. And boom, 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 boom. Niners go right down the field. Jake Moody kicks the scariest freaking field goal of all time. But if he anybody still does, he still looks shaky. If anybody, I, I know he made some, ball. but he still mm, he missed the missed extra it. point. He's yep. looking shaky. Still, he didn't look totally. But you know what? Maybe this is just the thing where it went in. And you know what? Right. Whether it joints off the upright or whether it goes right down the middle, it still counts for three points. And maybe he just needed to see it go through the uprights. And good for him. And good for the 49ers, man, who, who as a team looked much better, much yeah. better 
tonight than they did against the Raiders. And Kyle Shanahan said during the week that he thought that they sort of got out of whack with the travel and the Raiders because they were there for six days, but they only practiced two days. When he said that, that, that perked my ears up like, hey, you know what? Let's see if they look better. And for the most part, I think they did. Excuses, because they got dominated from all reports in the practices against the Raiders too. So, um, But True. I want to respond to this one. Nobody, I mean, you can super, because somebody still wants to super chat it, great. Uh, Rob will accept the money. But I wanted to respond to this. Yes, I said it's just preseason. And the next moment I was talking about how Lance looks so bad, I thought maybe he needs to be traded. I don't care about wins and losses, what I said. In preseason, I don't care if they win and lose. I do not care about the result of the game. I'm not going to be excited because they made a last-second field goal to win the game. It's preseason. I don't care. But in terms of how players look and how they're developing and whether they've improved or or they show potential or all that, I absolutely care about that in preseason. Wow. Levin's calling out. His, you know, I thought I was driving the show. Levin's picking out his own comments, responding to people. Carlos says, D-winners and Ronnie Bell are dogs. Moody equals booty. Ronnie Bell is he's making this team. He is making this team. He yeah. he plays much bigger than he is. He looked fantastic, although he did have another miss that led to an interception, which we could really cut those out, Ronnie Bell. Mm-hmm. Seven catches in the game, 114 yards for Ronnie Bell on nine targets, including a 43-yarder, which came on a catch and run from Trey Lance on the final drive. Yeah, Ronnie Bell is definitely making this team. Who gets cut because of him? I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be anybody important, put it that way. I, I don't see like, ooh, the, I wouldn't want to see that guy cut. You know what I mean? I, I don't see the wide receiver group quite as deep as it has been in recent seasons. Like, you know, when uh, Richie James was here and he was constantly the last guy, I was like, I don't really want to see him cut. I think he has potential. And that's born fruit because he actually had a pretty decent season last year when he got an opportunity. Should have been utilized more here. I agree. Um, and the injury to, to Ray Ray McLeod, like that, that opened the, the door wide open for Ronnie Bell. And you know what? Shout out Cameron Latu, by the way. He caught the touchdown from Lance. He's had some issues with drops. I think earlier in this game, Lance tried to throw him a pass, and I think they cut to Kyle. And it looked, I'm reading lips, but it looked like he said bleeping Latu. I don't know if that's true or not. Again, I'm not a professional lip reader, but like he's had some issues. But shout out to Cam Latu. He was wide ass open on the touchdown. Lance put it right on him and he caught it. And you know what? Like James Thomas says, way to respond, Latu. Good. You know, you got your opportunity. I I think uh, maybe, you know, this this last preseason game, starters are going to play a lot more, I would assume, because it's that's what they did last year. And they have 13 days off between the third preseason game and uh, game one of the regular season. So I would imagine starters will probably play around the first half. So he might not get as much of an opportunity, but I would like to see it where Latu comes in in that second quarter when starters are still out there. Yeah. And give him a chance. And if he starts dropping balls, cut him. Don't worry about it. But he showed some potential here. You showed why he was a third-round pick. Maybe he's finally turned the corner and he's gotten these drops out of the way. Uh, Patrick Lucero on YouTube, totally right. Danny Gray is out. Like, Danny Gray, that's who's getting – that's whose spot Ronnie yep. Bell's getting. Goodbye. That's what I was referencing when I said there's nobody here that I really care if they get cut. I don't care if Danny Gray gets cut. Neither do I. I don't think you're losing healthy. He's never on the field. He's an Eli Mitchell that never produced to begin with. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's not the combo you want. Ooh, he's got speed, but he can never stay healthy. At least Eli Mitchell as a rookie looked like, you know, somebody that could rush for 13, 1400 yards in a season. Right. Yeah. That was very, very frustrating. Uh, Givens, I believe. Or no, Kerry Hyder, excuse me. Kerry Hyder also left the game with a shoulder injury, did not return. I don't know. You know, we don't know how serious that is. We'll find out. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Schlemiel, excuse me, says Purdy comes in, ice in his veins, business as usual. All right, let's get to that. Actually, hold on really quick. Nick Ellert, thanks for the super chat. Lance, QB2, Ty Davis Price, RB2, Bell, wide receiver five. We'll get to that in a minute, but I want to get back to that other comment. And thank you, Nick. I appreciate the support. Shout out to Nick, YouTube channel member. Purdy came in, and I want to say this because I've been critical of how the 49ers have handled Trey Lance. I think they have handled Brock Purdy perfectly. They have expressed faith in him from the beginning. They have, they have basically told him he's going to be the starting quarterback. They had an injury rehab program that so far has worked out great. And they got him some action in the preseason, which I really wanted to see. And they did the exact right thing tonight. The exact right thing. Came in, short pass to Debo, screen pass to Debo. He hit one uh, pass to Jennings, which I don't think Jennings was the first read. Credit to Brock for actually going deeper down the field than Kyle wanted. It was all short stuff. Nothing crazy. I don't even know if he had a single straight drop back. I think it was all either play action or bootleg. He might have had one. I'm not sure because I was on the air for ESPN radio at the time. So I didn't uh, totally see it. Humble brag. Um, But that's exactly what they should have done with Brock. And then they got him the hell out. Perfect. Perfect job by the 49ers with Brock Purdy tonight. So let me bring you back down to earth after that, you know, humble brag. You said that's the perfect thing. That's the exact thing they drew up for Trey Lance last week that you were criticizing that they didn't run more to help him. They're not the same person, dude. Have you not noticed this? You don't think having a bunch of short, easy throws to start the game to get your quarterback's confidence up is a good thing for any quarterback? Like, you don't come out and run the ball with Trey Lance. You come out and you give him some gimmies like slants, and he didn't pull the trigger. They ran the ball. We don't need to go relitigate last week, this week. And by the way, shout out to Casey Miller. Appreciate you. New YouTube channel member. Become a YouTube channel member for less than $3 a month. We appreciate the support. They ran the ball like one time with Lance in his first like nine, eight or nine plays last week. That was my issue. This week, uh, I thought they did the exact right thing with Brock Purdy. I loved it. I, and I want to give him credit because I bang on the team with how they've handled Trey. And I don't think they've done a good job, but they have done everything that you would want them to do with a young quarterback with Brock Purdy. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, they have handled the Brock Purdy situation correctly. They didn't, as far as we know, they didn't push him too soon. They kind of, I think Brock Purdy mostly set the timetable and it was Brock Purdy saying when he didn't need that day off anymore and things like that. They got Brock Purdy in there. They gave him some easy throws, got him in. Things looked good. They gave him the starters so that he wasn't going to get blown up or have drops that ruined everything. And then they got everybody out. Don't you feel like there's a little, um, I don't know how to explain it. When I was at, when I was working at ESPN before and there would be a snowstorm, they would say all non-essential employees have to stay home. And Mike Greenberg was the host of the show and he would always joke like, ha ha, you're a non-essential employee. Like if you're non-essential, why do you have a job? We're here. It almost kind of felt like that. Cause who didn't play tonight? Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams. They're like, they're the important ones. Oh, Debo. Ah, we don't care. You could play. You know, and I know that that's not what it's like, but it did kind of feel like that because those guys weren't in there with the rest of the ones. I mean, let, let's be real. Yes, Debo is important, but Christian McCaffrey is the engine, right? Oh, Debo yeah. might be the gas pedal, but Christian McCaffrey is the engine. If Christian McCaffrey goes down, the entire offense changes because it is yes. going to be built around him. He I is the centerpiece. If Debo goes down, eh. There's a handful of wider receiver screens that we might not call this next game, right? It doesn't fundamentally change the offense. Uh, Brother Bob says, Levin's right. They should have given Trey Lance gimmies last week. I think they did try to get Trey Lance a couple of gimmies. Now, it didn't, like, the first gimme they tried to give him was a slant pass at the corner jump, and then the other receiver ran the wrong route, so he got sacked. So, like, again, there's different circumstances for every game. Uh, Nicholas Parra says, so good to see this game end like this. Great confidence boosters for Moody and Lance and Latu. Awesome finish. Go Niners. Yeah, we we don't know this, the injury status. As always, you know, we got to hold our breath a little bit for that. But like, damn, a lot of good stuff happened for the 49ers tonight. 
Trey Lance. Right at the end, mostly, too. Yeah. Like, the the first five minutes and the last five minutes were the good parts, and everything yes. in between was kind of like, meh, whatever. I agree. But I thought they did the – and I know that, like, some people are going to say – they set Brock up to look really good because it was a bunch of short passes, and that's like that's what it, he's supposed to do. That's it was my a bunch of short passes, but like I don't need to see him throw eighty yards. Like just get him in there, get him just some action, some experience. Just it was fine. It was totally fine. So I'm not on board with that. I know Grant's gonna come out with that if he hasn't already tweeted it out. Uh, Chris Maldonado, YouTube channel member, Lance had less drives but more impact in the game. I mean, especially considering he didn't play until the third quarter. I would agree. The last minute and a half of the third quarter. New new YouTube. Let's try that again. New YouTube channel member King. Thank you very much. I'm sorry. I've been literally speaking nonstop since about seven o'clock uh, this evening. Yeah, you got me beat. I've been speaking nonstop since nine o'clock. Yeah, well, let's be honest. The less you speak, the better for everybody. I don't care what pod you're on. <laughs> Michelle was very complimentary of you this week, by the way. I, I heard. You only listen for the good stuff. Um, all right. What else from the game did we like? Let's get into Sam a little bit because we haven't talked to Sam. Uh, let's see. You know, Maxine. there's really not much to say about Sam other than he is who we thought he is. That's the response <laughs> to Sam. Uh -oh. He is who we thought he is. Right. Like we're not letting him off the hook to spin that quote a little bit differently. We're not letting him off the hook. He's trash. He's not good. <laughs> I mean, we'll do Sam Darnold. Nice. Woo. <laughs> Maxime says didn't see the team going nuts for Darnold's touchdown Brandon Ayuk getting excessive celebration for Trey was awesome Trey's always yeah. been Ayuk's guy from the beginning yeah. he's the only one that went to work out with Trey of the starters uh so yeah it was cool to see look Darnold came in and he was Sam Darnold like I know the Niners beat was like glowing on every single throw that Sam Darnold made just because he could throw an out route on time and I know that was like so amazing but like he is who he is. He didn't even need that much run. I don't know why they continued. They left him in. I hope they somebody That's asked. That's the part. That's what pissed me off. It's like, okay, you're going to have Sam Darnold go first before Trey Lance and have Trey Lance follow. Whatever. I don't agree. Whatever. I can accept that part. But when I saw Sam Darnold come out for the second half, I was like angry. Wasn't happy. And then he came out for another series. And then I think he came out for another series. I think he got three in that third quarter. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Sam Darnold is essentially a finished product at this point. He's going to be what he's going to be. He has 50-plus starts. Trey Lance is the person that needs reps. By your own freaking words, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. he needs reps, and you're not giving it to him. That is what drove me crazy. I don't understand. I hope Kyle explained it afterwards. Apparently, he said after the game that the starters are going to play in the third preseason game. So that's good. Get him a little run. Uh, you know, I think they can be careful. Uh, Brock, to his credit, did a good job of protecting himself for the most part. He scrambled a couple times down near the goal line, but he went down. He didn't take a hit. He did get sacked once, um, which you I know. mean, there's one that I know Kyle will probably be like, what the hell were you thinking here? And that was <laughs> I think it was his last play when he could have gone out of bounds. It was like the five yard line. He had no chance of scoring. There's like three defenders there. And rather than going out of bounds, he suddenly takes a cut up just to dive down <laughs> at the two. It's like you, you gain nothing there. Why, why did you risk getting blown up? And Darnold at one point scrambled, which I thought Darnold actually looked pretty good scrambling when he yeah. was decided he, he can move uh, a lot, but he took a shot. Like I was legitimately worried about him. Like, Oh, like, what are you doing, Sam? If you're supposed to be the backup quarterback, like, you got to protect yourself. But then later in the game, he scrambled again, and he actually did uh, slide down and didn't take a hit. So I thought that was good. But I definitely was actually, like, a little, like, oh, God, let's not have any injuries. Because contrary to what people think, like, I'm not rooting for Sam Darnold to get hurt, even if that means Trey starts the year as QB3. Right. I'm not, I, I never, never root for anybody to get hurt. And Darnold's official line was 11 of 14 for 109 yards, a touchdown and interception. His touchdown was the easiest throw in the world. Jack Coletto on a little throw to the flat. He saw it. He made it. Credit to Sam. That's fine. Uh, it was nice to see Jack Coletto get in there, though. I was kind of pumped to see him a little bit. I like a little fullback action in the preseason. <laughs> uh, this is one of those stat lines that's a little misleading, too. 11 of 14, you'd think he, would, he had great accuracy. There were a lot of his throws that weren't very accurate. They ended up getting caught, but he didn't lead the person like I said, one of his incompletes was a guy that was open deep and he couldn't even put it over the top to give his guy a chance. It was so far underthrown. 
Larkin says, Darnold reminded me of myself throwing touchdowns against elementary school children. That's hilarious. A new YouTube channel member, King, says, Stats, did you see Jair Brown save the touchdown? Ambry Thomas got cooked right at the end of the first half on a double move, which Ambry, like, it's the end of the first half. Like, know the situation. Don't bite on the double move. Right, that but takes away Jair, one of my – I was going to ask how he looked because the times I saw him, he yeah. looked good, but I missed that play. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, nobody has a flawless game, right? Uh, but that was not a good play. But then here comes Jair Brown, Mr. 4640, running down a guy that runs a 4-4 flat and saving a touchdown right at the end of the first half. And then the Broncos couldn't get a playoff, so they didn't get any points out of it in a game that you won by one point. And I get it. It's preseason. But nice to see, you know, Jair Brown. He's made a couple of good plays around the goal line to save touchdowns through the first two weeks of the preseason. And that's his role as a safety. Clean it up. Stop it from being a touchdown. Literally, you are the safety. Uh, Leonardo says, was it me or did Levi Stadium vibrate a lot when Trey Lance entered the field? Cheers from Brazil. It's not you, Leonardo. I heard it watching the broadcast. You could tell there was a groundswell of support for Trey Lance when he came in the, when he came in the game. Which shows he hasn't lost the fan base. So that's oh, kind of interesting. Not. Yeah. You know, uh, you know what I mean? Like a lot of times a highly drafted player that doesn't, even if it's not their fault, doesn't pan out and gets replaced already, which Trey Lance has been replaced by Brock. A lot of times he becomes somebody that everybody's like, I don't know if they feel like jilted because they thought he was going to be so good and they invested their emotions into him and then it didn't work out. So now they're going to be angry at the person, even though it's not their fault. But I don't see that with Trey. We've seen that with other people. This from sign me to nine on my Twitch page. That's that's on fire. Kyle in midseason form kicking a field goal on fourth and two. I was going to tweet out. This was the only time I wasn't mad at him. Yeah. Run Jake Moody out there and let him see one go through the uprights, man. I I was not mad about that for a change. Yeah, it's preseason. In the season? Yeah, exactly. But it's preseason and you have a kicker that is on the brink of destroying himself because, like I said, kicking is golf. Once you have it in your head, you're toast. Yeah, I agree. It's a mental thing. Uh, Keith says the longer Trey plays, the better he looks. Imagine that. That's what I have been saying constantly and great. Oh, and Diego says Trey Lance was covering his ears to listen to the play call. That's how loud it was at Levi's stadium, man. Yeah. And I know that, you know, people on, uh, 97, five, the fanat or the game, excuse me, or 95, seven, the game, pardon me. Uh, we're saying, what has Trey Lance done to earn this sort of loyalty from the fan base? He's the third overall pick, and the guy that the team told us was the franchise. That's what he's done. God so, forbid we we root for the guy that spent three years of our first-round picks on. Right. So, yeah, to me, it, it seemed natural that people would love him. Do, uh, do you think the cheering was almost like a jeering for Kyle Shanahan? Like, hey, you finally put him in. Let's <laughs> applaud. Um, I don't like think I said, so. I think people expected him to get the second half and then he didn't get the second half and then he didn't even get the second drive in the second half. He didn't get in until almost the end of the third quarter. So I feel like some of that cheering was probably kind of a, as a sarcastic cheer to kind of stick it to Kyle for not putting him in for so long. I think it was more like, I think there's a lot of Niner fans that feel bad about how things have gone. And, oh, and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. How his career has gone. So they were just, we had to wait, you know, we had to wait 329 days for him to play from last week. So it was like, damn, like, we just want to see this guy. I'm trying to look and see um, if Kyle explained why he waited so damn long to put Trey Lance in the game. I don't see it yet. If anybody sees it, throw it in the chat. Uh, Nick Wagoner, actually, you know what? Let me see if I could zoom in. And I, I want to give Nick credit because he always tweets a bunch of good stuff. And instead of just reading the tweet. Yeah, he's kind of the forgotten beat writer because he yeah. cover all of the NFC West. Uh, Nick Wagner says, Trey Lance on his first two series, four of eight for 31 yards and a pick. Trey Lance on his final two series, eight of 10, 142 yards and a touchdown. He finishes 12 of 18 for 173, a touchdown and a pick. And this was the thing I liked. It was like a perfect situational ending for the Niner. Lance gets the ball, 201 left in the game. They're on like the 20-yard line. One timeout, and he's got to go down the field and, you know, make a play and let's see what happens. And they go right down the field. They didn't even need the timeout to get into field goal range. It was perfect. It was everything you could have hoped for if you're a Trey Lance stan and you wanted to see him and see him do well. It was absolutely a perfect ending to that game. Yep, and now we have probably two days before we get an answer on who goes second 
in the third preseason game. Right. Because that's going to be, I guess in this scenario, it will be uniquely maybe not tipping the hand. You know what I mean? Because he could easily spin it as, well, we want to see, give Trey Lance a, a real audition here to see what he has. You know what I mean? He could spin it as that way as whoever goes second isn't necessarily going to be the number two. Because you would think, okay, this is the final tune-up. Each one of them has had an opportunity to go second, or in Trey Lance's case, first, because Brock didn't play. Now the third one is the swing one where it determines who's the person that's going to be the backup going into the season, right? Right. It's only six days, so it's not like you got a whole lot of time. It's true. Dan says Kyle Shanahan said he let Sam stay in because Brock had a long drive and Sam's first drive was three and out, wanted to give Sam a full half. Okay, but you know what? You you said you wanted to get Trey in last week and then you didn't. And you didn't. Yeah. You stuck you wanted to the to, script last week. Right. Yeah. You wanted to stick to your plan. So that's bullshit. I'm sorry. And I wish somebody called him out on it. Like, what the hell? You won't alter your plan for Trey Lance, but you'll alter it for Sam Darnold. It's like to me, that says that he's already decided that Darnold's QB too. Oh, I, that's what's been reported for eight freaking months now. <laughs> <laughs> Five months or whatever it is since Sam Darnold signed, but yeah, I mean, I think clearly the writing is on the wall that Sam is the backup. It's just, I don't think Kyle is 100% decided. That's just insane. Like any sort of tie, if it's close at all, it should go to Trey right. Lance. It if it's go- close, when it comes to, like, I don't really care what the depth chart is going to be necessarily, but if it comes down to something happens to Purdy, and you got to put somebody else in. If it's Sam Darnold that goes in, Kyle Shanahan is an absolute moron because you might as well figure out what the other guy is going to be. In that scenario, if Brock goes down, you're not going to know the severity of the injury right away. So you're looking at who can I put in to give me a shot of still winning the Super Bowl? It's not Sam Darnold. You're not going to win. Sam Darnold might be better right in that moment than Trey Lance. You know, Sam Darnold might be better than Trey Lance currently right now at this moment. But if Trey Lance plays, he's likely to improve. If Sam Darnold plays, he's not likely to get any better than he is at this moment because he's played so much as it is. Well, and also, like, you need to figure out what you're going to do with Trey Lance in terms of the option and all that stuff. So, like, if Brock were to get hurt, why not use this opportunity that's been handed? You know, make make the best out of a bad situation. But again, let's stop talking about Brock getting hurt because you know we don't want to. We don't want to. I said if something happens, not necessarily in injury, it could be ineffectiveness too. We we don't know. I want to give a shout out to a couple 49ers linebackers because oh man, D winners and Jalen Graham look like they got something. They flashed a little bit. Uh, D winners forced a fumble on fourth down that stopped the possession by the Broncos and Jalen Graham. Man, when he sees it. He rips through the freaking <laughs> offensive line. He was blowing plays up all over the place. Boy, they're up. What? Oh, boy. Andrew Jones, thank you very much for the super chat. Um, I, I like it, man. The Niners can scout linebackers. Yep. Fred Warner, third-round pick. Dre Greenlaw, fifth-round pick. Now you've got winners and Graham, potentially. You, you when- know, I would if I was another team out there and I didn't have the deepest linebacker core, I would certainly be utilizing my contacts to find out who is the mother effer in San Francisco that scouts linebackers for the (laughs) year. Right. I'm hiring that guy as an assistant GM and giving him a promotion so I can get him onto my franchise because scouts do tend to concentrate in certain areas, but you also have scouts just like in, you know, in baseball, they have certain positions that they are better at doing. You know, Johnny Holland's the running back guru, right? Uh, no, Johnny Holland's the linebackers. Bobby Turner is the running Bobby back Turner, guru. Sorry. Yeah, Bobby Turner is the running back guru. Whoever it is, there is a scout out there that is scouting linebackers predominantly, right? That That's Somebody's, the yeah. expert whose opinion they trust the most. And he hits a lot more than he misses, and that is a, an extremely rare thing for any position in the NFL. And it's so valuable for this team because if you can find those studs in the later rounds, that gives you um, a margin for error. That's not really the right term I want to say, but essentially it gives you more money for re-signing guys like Ayuk. Like if you want to be able to sign Ayuk with Debo there, then you're going to need a bunch of those late round draft picks to hit so you can get away with paying those guys 
below market value for the first parts of their careers. Christopher Dupa. I'm going Dupa. Hope that's right. It says Michelle's got to be punching air right now after she downed Trey Lance after that last game. So Michelle uh, was she, traveling. She's probably doing this, playing a slot machine in Vegas right now. Uh, I think she was going to Los Angeles, actually. It LA? Oh, it was LA, yeah, because she's never been in Cali. I remember her saying yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, she's texting me. She's like, I can't see the game right now. We're out. Like, Can you tell me what's happening? So I'm literally texting her. I was like, oh, you know, Lance had a bad you know, interception on the mm-hmm. screen pass. And then I'm like, Lance is heating up. Lance just completed three in a row, four in a row, five in a row, touchdown. Like, I, I'm giving her the update. And she's happy. Like, she's not anti-Lance. I think she just thinks that Brock should be the starter. Uh, but, God, that was the most excited I've been for a preseason game maybe ever. Like, I was legit nervous every time Jake Moody came on the field. I was nervous at the end. I was nervous that Trey Lance was going to fumble a snap at the end when they were trying to down the clock just because I was like, oh, my God, that will negate all this good stuff. That's all anybody's going to talk about. I was nervous for a preseason game. Yeah, speaking of nervous, that's definitely going to be a change this next season. It has been. If it is in uh, 50 yards or less of a kick or 49 yards or less of a kick, I'm not nervous at all. I'm highly confident Robbie Gold was going to hit it. If it was 50-plus, I was always taking the thing. If he hits it, great, but I'm not counting on it. Yeah. This year, it's going to be, it doesn't matter if it's a 20-yard field goal or a 60-yard field goal. I'm sitting there going, I have no freaking clue what's about to happen. The the thing with Jake Moody, if he is eventually the kicker, and I think tonight really helped him in that regard, it's gonna be. It's not going to be about does he hit every kick because he's not going to. And you laid it out perfectly on our website, goldstandardniners.com. Rookie kickers, all of them, even guys that eventually become great, usually struggle in their rookie year. So for Moody, it's going to be about can you hit the big ones at the end, the clutch ones, you know, to tie the game, to take the lead, something like that. And he hit it tonight. It was close. He almost missed it. If it was five yards back, he would have missed it. But you know what? It wasn't five yards back, and they all count the same. And all you care about when you want your kicker to go out there is that he makes it. You don't care if every single one bounces off the upright. So good for Jake Moody. it's not just the clutch kicks, though. Like, the clutch kicks kicks are obviously going to be of a higher importance. Right. But I think it's also important for him to not have, like, consecutive. You know what I mean? If he if he has a game where he goes out and he's one of four and the Niners lose, you're pointing at one person for that loss. Yeah. But yeah. if he goes out and he hits three of four, you know, every single week and ends up at 75% on the season, 75% is well below average. The average is like 83% now in the NFL. So Mm -hmm. he'd be a below average kicker, but I don't think there'd be a whole lot of, I hate that guy because he was making three out of every four. He wasn't having this period where he goes, miss, miss, miss. I think Lance and Jake Moody got to hit their heads, hit the pillow tonight. And they're like, thank God. (laughs) Just thank God. Just some positive feedback, please. Uh, Fire the Great says, I always catch you when at work. Good evening. Good evening, sir. A couple I want to get to here. Grand Biggs says, mainstream media better put some respect on Trey Lance's name. I totally agree. And Lee Ving, always appreciate Lee, says, how many many Trey was playing against future plumbers? Lazy takes will be out there this week. That's what I said, was if he does well, people are going to say, well, as a second team, third team, whatever. He can't put himself in the game. And if he was bad, you, you'd be ripping him. And when he threw that interception on the screen pass, you should have seen the criticism. From the 49ers' friggin' press corps, there was criticism. So I don't want to hear that he was only playing with these guys because kiss my ass. If he was bad, you'd be ripping him. So it, it will be if you want a good experiment in terms of what beat reporters and what content creators you can trust, go ahead and pay attention. And if you see somebody saying, Trey Lance was just playing against, you know, plumbers, as that comment said. Go look to see what they said the previous week for Sam Darnold. And if they said Sam Darnold looked good or anything along those lines, you know that person has a bias and you can't trust their takes because they're allowing their bias to talk for them. Because that, if you're going to react that way to Trey Lance doing it, then you should have reacted the same way to Sam Darnold. Now, if you react that way to both, fair enough. You know, that is a fair enough take. I'm... Imagine this. I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah, you did it against scrubs. You know, you can say, oh, but he had he had all the third and fourth stringers playing with him on, on the offense, too. Yeah. And if you have a really good quarterback. Even if he's playing with bad teammates, 
he should be head and shoulders above the competition and be able to pick them apart. Because if you're third and fourth string cornerbacks, there's going to be guys open, right? So I, I do get that take to a degree. And if that's your take on both of the games, that's fair. It's if you're going to have that take for one player and not for the other, I'm going to call call that hogwash. And honestly, it's somebody that I unfollow on Twitter when I when I do see hypocrisy like that. Emiliano says Trey was playing against third stringers and future practice squad players, but he was also playing with those type of players. Also, they always forget that part. And this uh, comment I want to get to also James Thomas, two first names. Trey's throws were undeniable regardless of the perceived competition. And I said this last week with Sam Darnold when he hit the big one to Ronnie Bell. You could say it's practice squad players, whatever, but Darnold's throw to Ronnie Bell was perfect. It was exactly where it needed to be. And that doesn't, who cares if it's against second stringers, the ball needed to be in a certain spot. And it was, and the same thing applies to Trey Lance tonight. If you want to say he's, you know, playing against third stringers. Okay. But his throws were undeniable. They were there. They were on time. They were on the money. They were where they needed to be. And, and this was a a great drive for Trey in, in this respect. Also, he was on time with a lot of throws. He was accurate with a lot of throws and he hit a screen pass, a short one on the drive. Also, which everybody freaks out about Trey Lance can't hit the short ones. He did it all on that drive for the 49ers. And I get it. It's one drive in one preseason game. I get it. But you know what? This kid's been getting crapped on from everybody. Everybody. Bonte said he should go to the CFL. Like, no. Give him his flowers this week. God damn it. The kids earned it. I, I don't care if he gets flowers. Just don't try to crap on him. You know, don't try to say, oh, Wait. did you see how he started? You wouldn't be able to start like that against the real, real players, you know, against the starters in a real game or any take like that. That's what I'll take an exception to. Let's not pretend like he was perfect. He finished extremely well and that's very yep. promising, but he did once again, I think it was a shorter, uh, terrible period, but that the first couple of plays were not pretty the first yeah. handful of plays. He's like starting a car in the winter. If you live anywhere that's <laughs> not California. It takes a few minutes for that thing yeah. to get warmed up. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And but I, I think that that's just a product of him not getting a lot of reps in the league. I think at the yeah. longer he plays, the more comfortable he gets. Uh Shawnee Chipotle, thank you for the super chat. We should trade trade to the Vikings for Kirk where he can thrive in a West Coast offense and get the playing time he needs. Yeah, and, and how many picks are we throwing in here? Because <laughs> those are no no way equitable in a trade. Like there's going to have to probably be a minimum of a first round pick. I would think for the Vikings, the Vikings aren't going to do that. They think they have a legitimate chance in the NFC because it's so wide open and yeah, they have the best wide receiver in the NFL and a good quarterback. And uh, you know, they're confident enough in Madison that they let Dalvin cook go like Minnesota yeah. will probably be a playoff team. So they're not going to trade their quarterback for a complete unknown. If they want to trade, they could have had him in February when they were talking to the Niners about trading for yeah, Trey yeah. Lance. Uh, by the way, I want to shout out Fire the Great, new YouTube channel member. Thank you very much. Uh, appreciate you. Appreciate the support. Again, become a YouTube channel member for less than $3 a month. You get priority comment response, custom emojis, membership badges. Shout out to all the YouTube channel members. Oscar says, I'd like to hear your take on his decisiveness last week versus this week. I still question it and doubt he'll gain that skill on this squad. He needs to grow in a developing team. There was a, a play. Rich Madrid tweeted this out. Let me see if I can find it. He had... Um, he had Snead open over the middle and he's open. There's nobody behind him. Like it, he's clearly open. It's a throw he should make and Trey passed it up and didn't make it. Is that the end of the world? No. And as we saw, the Niners still got the touchdown, but you know, it, like you said, it wasn't a perfect day. It's just, you know, some good, some bad. Yeah. I mean, I think early on I saw indecisive again. Mm -hmm. I saw, I, I saw one in particular. Uh, it was on the first drive that he did have like a very short uh, pass that he could have made to the sideline that was open for when he was looking at it. And he just decided not to pull it, not to do it. So there's some of that indecisiveness, but again, as the game went on, you saw that go away. So it's something that you would be pretty confident in saying that if he played and got more experience, the early part would go away because he improves as he settles in and those early jitters are probably due to inexperience and knowing his career is on the line 
So if you're watching on the stream right now on YouTube, you can see I have it paused, the play that Rich Madrid put up. Sneed is wide open over the middle of the field. There's a linebacker that Trey needs to get the ball over, but there is a huge swath of open field that mm -hmm. Trey needs to put this ball in, and he doesn't in the first window. Now, if I keep it rolling here, he does eventually see Sneed, but by then it's too late. He missed the window, and he, he was under pressure and made a bad throw. So, again, not a perfect night. Doesn't have to be perfect though. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. And this is the best we've seen Trey Lance you looking. I love that time. saying. You love that saying. Yeah, I do because I feel like people do let perfect be the enemy of good. If it's not perfect, then it was terrible. That's what we do, and I, I disagree with that. Yeah, and take that in mind when you're listening to Rob. You know, he's not great, but he's good. So, and he tries really hard. <laughs> Uh, Niner Nation for Life says can't get Trey reps because Sam Darnold needs them. Yeah, that yeah. ticked me off. So uh, I got off the At air. At least we didn't see Brandon Allen. Well, his wife had a baby this week. He I know, but I saw him. He was in, in uniform on the sideline. I yeah. saw him early in the game when Brock was still in. They had, they had the backup quarterback sitting there, and I saw Brandon Allen there in uniform. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No so I'm driving home from ESPN. We got off the air at 10. I ran out of ESPN because I live a half hour away. I'm driving home and I shouldn't admit this on the air, but I'm going to. I have the game on on my phone and I'm watching the game as I'm driving home. And I'm like trying to calculate in my head, like how many Trey Lance drives am I going to have to watch in my car? And it's Darnold and it's Darnold and it's Darnold and it's back out and he's throwing a pick and then he comes back out again. I tweeted it out. I thought like either they're just done with Trey or maybe did a team say they wanted to trade for him. And so they didn't want to risk injury. Like I couldn't understand it. It, it, uh, it was surprising. Put it that way. Like I was, like I said, I was recording a podcast with my family, but I had, my other computer to the side with the game. And I was pretty much sitting. And then if you're watching on YouTube, you can see, I was talking to my family like this. I was being pretty rude, but I was doing this. <laughs> so I'm watching the game. Uh, so I, I was watching and I kept like going, dang, Sam's back in. And so I wouldn't, you know, I tried to watch every play, but I would miss some, but once Trey got in, it was like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm watching. And so I kept looking and going, dang sam's back in okay i'll i'll, I'll kind of watch it look over when i can and stuff it it was uh disappointing i was like i said i was i thought he might come out to start the second half i did not think he would get more than one series insane i, I don't understand it fire the great says i'm glad trey got love from the crowd that's what real fans do because he needs it honestly was actually surprised to be honest it doesn't i don't know if they let trey speak after the game because i've been doing this but I would love to hear his reaction to that. That had to feel good. It had to feel good. You could say, oh, he doesn't read the negativity and all that stuff. Whatever, man. He knows how it's been going. He know, you know, he knows what potentially he may have lost maybe forever in San Francisco. It had to feel good to hear him go out on that field and hear that crowd go. Not like cheer. They went nuts. Yeah, it wasn't a Alex Smith people calling for David Carr to be put in. You know, nobody was calling for Brandon Allen. Like I said, <laughs> no. he still he still has the fan base behind him, even he though it, it's not people cheering, saying, "Yeah, see, he should be starting." Necessarily, you know, don't get it twisted. I think a majority of the fan base at this point is behind Brock Purdy as the starter, but they still want to see Trey Lance succeed, and still, and like I said, it is a tough situation to be in because I think Brock Purdy deserves it. 
I think he has a chance to be a really good quarterback that is the franchise for the next 10 years. But at the same time, I I want to, like you have said, open my Christmas present finally. Yes. I want to know what Trey Lance is. Oh, so that's the saying that I've been using that you are you're okay with? Sure. If I use it, it's good. Um, A lot of people are saying the defense didn't look good without Bosa. I know that more of the starters played. Obviously, it would look better with Bosa. The Niners, I thought, up front looked a little better. They had a couple sacks in the game. T.Y. McGill had a sack. The interior wasn't great early on, and that's why uh, Russ was able to scramble because the interior was just – the middle was open. It's not like Russ got to the sideline. The middle was going wide open. Right. Uh, Haplo Blank says Mariners beat the Astros. Let's go. Let's go, fellow Mariner fan. I was watching that too. It was fantastic. Speaking of things I don't care about, the Steve says Trey was getting booed at the end. At the end of what? Not this game, certainly. Uh, maybe it was at last the end week. of your dream. Like, were you, were you <laughs> asleep at the end of the game or what? I don't know. <laughs> Justin Lomker, thanks for the super chat. Trey is so electrifying and encapsulating that people will forgo watching Sam Darnold to watch Trey Lance. This is all you need to know about the guy. Dude balled out, can't keep a play down. I'm overjoyed. I'm not going to lie. Like, yes, that's what I want. And how about we have two, you know, quarterbacks on the roster that can do exciting things like that instead of watching Sam Darnold have to get spoon-fed a freaking touchdown pass to Jack Coletto on a fullback throw in the flat. Imagine that. Yeah. Instead of watching Sam Darnold do a Carson Wentz impression by underthrowing <laughs> open deep people, it it's exciting. And I do think Trey moved well in this game. Yes, he did. He had a couple of, actually, he had a couple I, I saw of, more pocket awareness, put it that way. A couple of scrambles that were called back due to holding penalties, but he, he got around and got to the edge a couple of times, which was nice to see. Um, the Dar- And I'll say this too because this was the first time this year that I got to watch the 49ers broadcast, because last week it was the Raiders, which, oh, God, no thanks. The 49ers announced team, I mean, they just slurp everybody, man. Darnold gets in there. Every play with Darnold. Oh, look, it was on time. It was on time. Look at the timing, the timing, the timing, because that was the, the thing everybody was banging on with Trey, right? It was like they were trying to sell me Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback. There was an incompletion by Lance. It was a great throw right on the money to Ronnie Bell. And Tim Ryan says, oh, you know, Trey was a little late with that ball. Like, Jesus Christ, man. But the 49ers announcers just slurp everybody. It's like you can cover a team and still be objective. Not every play is a great play. Not every completion is a great play. That's the Baltimore Orioles. Well, yeah, (laughs) except for the Baltimore Orioles. But, man, these preseason broadcasts, like, I like listening to the Homer baseball announcers, but I I can't listen to Papa and Tim Ryan, man. I can't do it. It is – look – you and I don't have a whole lot of local Niner announcer experience because neither one of us True. are local to San Francisco. The times I've heard Greg Papa, not my cup of tea. Uh, Tim Ryan, I don't have a strong opinion on. But what I find very interesting, and if you're looking at the comments on this YouTube video right now, you're seeing it. For them being the hometown guys, they're wildly unpopular. <laughs> and normally the hometown guys are wildly popular because they're homers and fans generally like listening to homers. You know, it, that's especially like prevalent for me in like college sports. You know, I grew up where Purdue is. That's my hometown. So I listened to college sports and they had an announcer that he did the basketball games and the football games. And he did it for like literally my entire childhood. And it just like, maybe five years ago retired from it you know so he did like 30 years of it and he was beloved because he always he didn't always say like oh this guy's so great and go to the point of being uh not real you know what i mean right but when it came down to it he always kind of favored purdue when he announced you know he always took purdue's side when it was kind of a question mark and so i find it interesting that these these home announcers are pretty wildly unpopular like and it's not just like fans like i've seen other actual media members say that they're not their cup of tea like actual people in the media it, it it's a very weird phenomenon and I, honestly i'm kind of surprised that they aren't replaced due to that 
John Veen, I've noticed it's one of two extremes. You either really like the hometown announcers or you really hate them. I will say Papa did a podcast with Tim Kawakami this week, and he talked about how much of jerks the Raiders were last week during the joint practices. Mm-hmm. So if, if you don't know, Papa called Raiders yeah. games on the radio for years, for 21 years. And it didn't end well with the Raiders because Papa criticized them for interviewing Mike Shanahan to be their head coach because Al Davis hated Mike Shanahan and Papa was very close with Al Davis. They restricted Greg Papa's access. The Raiders did to the joint practices even more than they restricted everybody else's access. It was such weak sauce from the Raiders. And I felt he he went into it with Kawakami on the podcast. It was actually really cool to hear. And he told some good stories about Al Davis. But that was just a Bush League move by the Raiders, who are, let's face it, a Bush League organization. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and their owner has a haircut like a Bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Matt Flores, as Kyle with absolutely no love for Trey in the postgame tonight, shaking my head. I, I can't comment on that because I haven't seen it. I don't know why, like, all of a sudden nobody's tweeting out the things that Kyle Shanahan says in the postgame. Thanks a lot, 49ers beat. Really appreciate that. But I don't know what he said, but I, you would have liked to see that he gave him a little love. I mean, damn it, man. It's the best he's ever looked. You would like to, even if he doesn't, like, directly say Trey Lance, just talking about how the game ended and he thought the offense did great on a two-minute drive and got down there and won the game. You know what I mean? You don't have to directly praise him, but neither one of us have seen it because we've been sitting here looking at each other instead. Right. But Here's Kyle, I think, talking about Trey. You tell what did, uh, did Trey, how did he handle this game? Did you feel like he was a little bit more relaxed and more comfortable from the, from the start? Um, it seemed like it. I mean, I think always when you don't go three and out, it helps, you know, and um, so I think we got a little bit of better rhythm for him. It still took a little bit while to get going, not just him, but the whole group. Now we're a little sloppy throughout the whole game. Um, way too many penalties. Um, seemed like when we did get some stuff going, especially there in the second quarter, um, we, it seemed like we always had a penalty or a missed assignment. So um, I thought it was smoother than last week, but um, by no means were we pumped about it. I was pumped how we finished, pumped about the win, some good things, but still got a lot to do to clean up. Kyle. Yeah, that last part. Yeah, like you start talking about the second quarter, Lance wasn't even playing. You were asked about, Lan- man, like, and you know what? Kyle does this with a lot of players, so I, I should say that, not just Lance. Remember when Ayuk had a fantastic game and he was like, yeah, I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. When you when you think he's going to go to the sugar cubes, he goes the opposite Kyle direction. Kyle Shanahan is a tough love. You know, he's a throwback to, you know, your your greatest generation grandfather for most of us, you know, people our yeah. age. They're, they're not going to tell you they love you. They're not going to tell you you're doing a great job. They think it. But they're never going to show you that. You're never going to get a hug from them. But like, come but on. But if you mess up, they're coming for you. Just give them a little encouragement. Like, it costs you nothing, right? Just say, hey, good for Trey. He's taking a lot of crap this week, which, by the way, Kyle never defended him on that either. He could have said he's taking a lot of heat this week. And like I said, he blocked it out. He started a little slow, but he picked it up and he powered on through. Is that so difficult? Is that so freaking difficult? Hmm, this guy brings up an interesting question I had not thought of. Is Daniel Howen. Is it? Was that Sean Payton's first game at San Francisco since the catch three? I don't know. Most of the uh, New Orleans games were in New Orleans. Good. Kiss my ass, Sean Payton. <laughs> I cannot stand Sean Payton. Enjoy that. Enjoy that, you jerk. Uh, let's see. Oh, Kenny points out this too. Kyle Shanahan said it's a possible collarbone injury for Danny Gray. If it's a broken collarbone, he's going to be out for a significant amount of time. And we may have seen the last of Danny Gray. Possible. Which no one would really be upset about not seeing him, not the injury. Of course, we're upset about the injury. I don't wish him to get injured. You know, if he were to get cut, I, I would hope he gets another opportunity somewhere. You know, I don't ever want to see, you know, I'm sure his dream is playing in the NFL. I don't like to see that in for anybody, especially due to injury. Shawnee Chipotle, thanks for the super chat. My senior yearbook photo says Trey Lance 2023 MVP, so I still believe. That is a level of confidence that even I don't have in Trey Lance. <laughs> I, I'm just sitting here depressed thinking of how I must be double his age. If, he, if he's Lonson. got a senior high school photo, he's 17 or 18. 
Appreciate you watching. Uh, Justin says, Kyle talking good about Lance is like stepbrothers when they try to hug. Just painful. I mean, you, it, again, it costs you nothing. Just praise the kid. It doesn't mean you got to make him your starter, but damn. There's really not much else to say about it. Kyle Shannon is not going to give Lance praise. I don't know what it is. Was Trey, Trey wasn't the real deal tonight, Kyle? Like, what the hell? Like, you, you know, you're singing Brock's praises all the time, which is fine. You should. But, like, why not boost Trey up a little? If everyone says his biggest issue is confidence, give him a little. Just to bring this back up, uh, yeah, that means I'm more than double your age, and I wasn't meaning that as an uh, insult to you. Uh, it's yeah. just that I feel old. <laughs> Shout out to Benjamin Bear, YouTube channel member. He says, I just got back from the game. What have I missed? Well, I mean, you saw Trey. That was you the missed, thing. No, he missed the best damn instant reaction show there is. That's what yeah. he missed. That's true. I'm not going to tell you you're lying. We promise authenticity on this show. It's a lot oh, better I'm... than when that Michelle person's on here, right? Oh, right? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> say, Michelle got a lot of love last week on this show. A lot of love. And just last thing before we wrap it up here, how much more enjoyable is this week going to be for 49er fans than last week, right? We're not going to be crapping on the team and crapping on Trey Lance. All the quarterbacks, there are things to like from what we saw tonight. All of them. Let's have a little unity, a little fun, a little enjoyment here. Let's just enjoy this week. Hopefully we get some love from the national media. This is a good point here before we end. Good point that, yeah, yeah, we don't have a kick returner on this team. Jonathan Marsh says kick returner looks sketchy with Jameson fumbling. Yeah, Deshaun Jameson had a fumble, although I think that was a punt return. But uh, he made a couple questionable decisions tonight, too. He did not look as good as a returner tonight as he did in week one. I don't see anybody that's gotten the opportunity that is the answer to returning. I would not be surprised if they go outside and sign somebody that ends up cut from elsewhere or, you know, do like a, We'll send you a seventh or we'll send you a sixth for a seventh to get somebody that's like, you know, a returning specialist. Because I, from what I have seen, I would much rather than fair catch every single freaking game. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, all I want from you is to catch it and hold on to it. Uh, the roster cuts are August 29th. And remember, it's not like previous years where they had kind of like stages of roster cuts. They changed the rule. So now it's literally one roster cut, which is going to be a crazy day. That's a refresh Twitter day because it's going to be like, boom, everybody makes their cuts. And you're like, wait, who's a free agent? Who do we want? Who are we calling? It's going to be kind of a crazy day. Just all I ask for 49ers is don't be jerks and go, oh, these three players have been released. And then 45 minutes later, these four players have been released. Announce it all together. And don't wait till the last. 30 seconds to announce it either. I hate when they do that. How about Taco Charlton going on IR before the game? So much for that experiment. That yeah. sucks. Cause he, you know, everybody said, you know, maybe he was going to be a contributor. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm upset about Taco Charlton going on IR. What's the state of our defensive line? I mean, it's not like he was going to be a major piece to this team, but it's disappointing. I don't, I don't like to see anybody go on IR and you know, knock on wood, we, we've been having a decent preseason in that regard. Yeah, so far, so good. Uh, shout out to Chad Marshall, YouTube channel member. I want that damn Bosa contract already. Let's go. Parlay the nice performance. Let's get the Bosa deal this week. And then we go into week three of the preseason. Bosa can get a little run with the ones. The starters will get in there, and it'll be a great way to keep the momentum rolling right up until week one against the Steelers. We'll see if it happens. You know what you need to do? You need to text Steph everything that happened. She just tweeted that she's plugging her ears, trying not to see what happened until she gets to watch the game. So go ahead and tweet her everything. I think it's her birthday. Oh, is that why? Shout out Steph Sanchez. Happy birthday. I think I saw that she tweeted something. Okay, maybe don't be a jerk and tell her what happened. Yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. I, I would never do that. I, I, You don't text me during games anymore because I yelled at you because I would watch on YouTube TV. And YouTube <laughs> TV is always like, it's about five to six seconds behind like normal cable television. And so you would always text me and be like, yes, or something like that. And I, like I would be seeing the snap as you would text me. And I'll tell my wife, 
Oh, something good's about to happen because Rob just texted me. <laughs> <laughs> that and every week I text you, game over. Usually in like the fir- middle of the first yeah. quarter, something bad will happen and I'll text you, game over. Yeah. And you always laugh at me, although I'm always, I'm usually right because I'm a genius. So, you know, just saying maybe a little more deference by you would be nice. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us and for all your comments and for all our new YouTube channel members that joined up tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Um, please sign up less than $3 a month. You get priority comment response, custom emojis. You get membership badges. And we always, always, always appreciate the support. Levin, I thank you for hopping in here for the Instant Reacts. Hopefully, we can do it more next week. It is once again, what is it? Is it Friday? Yeah, the 25th against the Chargers. Are you going to join us for that one? You know it. And you know what? Shame on me. Shout out to our Twitch viewers. At Stats on Fire on Twitch. Sign me 29. Always appreciate you. You've been uh, on the Twitch train from the beginning. I'm trying to get a new copy of Madden 11 so I could do a franchise with the Niners and stream it to Twitch. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't going to put that. Two of us. That made me laugh. I got to put it on there. I'm trying to grow the Twitch. It's all good wherever you get it from. I'm trying to grow the Twitch platform. Come on now. That was just mean, but I am going to try and do a Madden franchise. Don't get mad at me. So hopefully the subscribers will increase. Okay, you jerk. Way to end the show on a down. Hey, look, here's the second guy. He responded. We're here. (laughs) Human wet. Oh, three. Yeah, knee. Yeah, I know. I'm trying, all right? Listen, there's a lot going on, all right? Why'd you have to end the show on such a day? Goodbye. It's not Goodbye. a down note. I'm cracking up over here. Yeah, well, well, as long as you're entertained, I guess that's good. Enjoy the rest of your night, everybody. Go freaking Niners. <laughs>